featuring J-Ho Groove and the lovely Just One Miss. We're the Oatmeal Conspiracy, and this is the show that answers the question, is it hype or is it hate? We're going to leave you now and hand it over to J-Ho and Groove. Take it away, boys. Here we go. <laughs> I like that's all all it takes is for me to do that. You ready? But it wasn't that you, you know, it was the fact that you said it two times around because you got nervous about singing this song that you're about to sing. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Now I'm that's, real nervous. He's a, you ready? Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you ready? One, one, one two, three. <laughs> no, it's a little Bob Seeger, man. Oh, really? You know who Bob Seeger is? Yeah, the Silver Bullet Band. You probably you might not even know that he sang the song, but it's a good one. We got tonight. Who needs tomorrow? We got tonight, babe. Uh, after today, you know that song. That's ridiculous. We got tonight, babe. Why don't you stay? What's that? <laughs> this is a good start on strong. I forgot that hit us. You entertain me. You watch it on me. Alright. I didn't realize it was gonna go through the speakers and I just had to go with it. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be in my headphones and only I was gonna get to enjoy that little morsel. Little T I. T I. Sure. Going back to jail. Yeah. Saving some folks before it goes back to jail, though. Talking people down from... from Ledges. Ledges. Literally. Just, yeah. Trying to trying to get some credit. Did you listen to the CNN guy talking to him on the interview, like the radio interview? Rapper T.I. No. T.I. was like, that is re- preposterous. What? <laughs> He's like, in order to, talk, to plant somebody up on a ledge, to talk them down from a ledge... I have to convince that guy to walk up onto the ledge. <laughs> oh, somebody was accusing him of like trying to garner favor by talking yeah, they, someone into yeah, going up there so they could talk him Because they were like, yeah, they got him on the phone and and said, um, you know that uh, that some people were saying, which is like a a great way for a, a Fox reporter News to be saying. like, I'm, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. they what a rapper can't do any good for the world. Can't save some lives. Yeah. Trying to. Yeah. Trying to save people. (laughs) So what's up? It's episode 59. And we're back. Again. We like to do this every few weeks. We come back and say we're back for good. And then we're not. And we disappear for a little while. And then we come back again. We're really kind of uh, we're we're recording podcasts about as often as leap year happens now. You can look forward to it's a shame. I, you know, I realized that we weren't very funny, and that's why I kind of lost my enthusiasm. I was <laughs> we like, you really know what, this, this podcast sucks. It only took a year for me to realize that we're funny. We just get when we don't do one for a while, we get off our game. It's like with anything, so we got to get back in. Oh, is that? Well, I'm funny. I guess I should. 
Oh, be more are they? Well, there you go, yeah. right there. That's jokes, folks. <laughs> That's <was a> good. <laughs> there we go. No, uh, we just got to get back on our games. Remember. We're not going to uh, yeah, be funny well, this I week because just... we don't have Miss <laughs> on the show. You know, listen to us. We're interrupting each other. We don't even. We don't even have a good flow. No, no. Yeah, Miss is not on the show this week because her boyfriend's in town or some bullshit like that. So. You know, neglecting us for family duties or whatever. That's fine. Maybe she'll be yeah. on the next episode if her boyfriend doesn't come back to town. Um, so, yeah, so we're here in the IOLTOS studios recording this show. Yeah, are you going to be, you going to participate? Are you there? In this show? Yeah, are you I there? I just figured I'd look. You're just talking about. You, just, you just keep talking. You know? <laughs> well, I, I'm right, I'm trying to need you to, to put some input in here. Well, you know, uh, my life, your entertainment. <laughs> yeah, that's real good. <laughs> so what's the uh, yeah? You told me earlier today you had a dog story. I'm I'm just waiting to hear it. I figured oh. you'd be coming with it right off the bat. Yeah, well, I need you to set me up for it. I need you to say, oh, I want to hear uh, this dog story. So, Joey, tell me, what's the thing about the dogs? <laughs> Worst <laughs> segue ever. <laughs> well, you know, I have a long history of rescuing dogs, meaning that I want we, we talked about the one time when we saved the dogs at the disc golf course. Remember that? Yeah. Who let the dogs out? Um. <laughs> What? Go ahead. Do you, you haven't been watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, have you? No, I haven't. No, I, I need to they, start with the beginning with that show. So, two episodes ago, they they had a couple of the characters do a podcast. Yeah, and uh, it was a bit of a parody on podcasting, but they had uh, <laughs> they got they got the a soundboard for drops. Yeah, and. Uh, that's basically all they did was have Just a bunch of drops. It was, it was hilarious. Which once we get those drops set up, that's what our show will turn into as well. I'm sure. Once we get them set up, it's going to be me trying to talk and Joey just doing shitty drops in my face. Yeah, that sounded. Anyways, continue. <laughs> you say dogs. You're a dog saver for a living. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, last night I got home late. I got home at like uh, 1130 and I was so tired. I was getting a migraine and I wanted to just go to bed. So I knew I had to get up to go to work in the morning. And I was just like, you know, if you ever had a long drive and you, um, you just, you're dreaming of your destination the whole time. Like you're just thinking of it. You're like, I'm there. I'm there in my bed. Better not think about it too hard. or I'm going to fall asleep in the car. I got there, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, getting my stuff together to get out of the car to go in the house, and I see movement out of my left eye. And I look out the window, and I'm like, oh, my God, what was that? And then I look down, and I see it's a little golden retriever, like a small-sized mm. golden retriever. And she's got a collar on, and I'm like, oh, what's up, dog? It, well, I didn't really say oh, that. Hell. Be stu- oh, hell um. no. <laughs> what's up, dog? <laughs> well, I look. we meet eyes, and that was all it took. She fell in love with me. Right there. She jumped, put her paws on the side of my car, scratched the shit out of my door. Okay? I don't know who this dog is. 
I'm like, oh shit. So I get out of the car and I'm, you know, I'm almost mad, but I'm so tired that I can't be mad. And the dog is like wagging his tail and it's obviously really excited to see me. And I just like, I couldn't, I couldn't get mad at the dog. So I'm just kind of like, hey dog, why don't you go on home? And uh, I kind of looked at it. Dog, get out of here. Get on out of here. Get on out of here. No, I was polite to the dog. I looked at his tags to see if it had, you know, an address on it so I could maybe take her home or whatever. And she just had rabies yeah. tags on, so it didn't have any contact information. It just had the registration number of her rabies shot. So anyway, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I walk up to the house, and I'm going inside, and the dog is, like, following me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'll see you later, dog. Nope. <laughs> the dog is trying to get in the house. The dog is as if the dog thinks this is its house. That I live in its house. It's like, you're my owner now. Take me in the house. And I'm like, no, no, dog. You ch- what? You got chosen. Yeah, I did get chosen. But I, So I went in the house and I closed the door and the dog's outside. You know, I'm like, okay, this dog's going to go home now. It's going to go away. Nope. <laughs> Scratching on the door, banging on the door, loud jumping on the door. I'm like, oh, shit. So I go and I, I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I go get my roommate and I wake my roommate up and I'm like, Jennifer... I got this dog outside. Uh, it's asking to see you, and uh, you need to get up and come out Jennifer. here. What, Jennifer? This uh, this dog outside was my problem. <laughs> now, but now I've made it your problem too. I'm not willing for this dog to be a problem. No, but it's, it's banging on her door. So anyway, she goes out there and yeah. she's like, "Oh, what a cute dog!" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's really nice." It's like, sit, dog, and the dog sits. He like shakes your hand and everything. She shakes your hand. And we're like, oh, this is a nice dog. So we're like, okay, well, we'll walk around the neighborhood, see if anybody's looking for the dog. Certainly somebody's looking for this dog. It's too nice to be, somebody's looking for this dog. So we walk down the street, walk around the block. No, the dog is going into every yard as if it thinks it's its home and then coming back to us. Finally, yeah. the dog goes away, like down the block, and we're like, oh, we're rid of the dog. We go walking back home, and it's like we get on the porch and turn around, and the dog's right there behind us on the porch. Hey guys! Hey! 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 No, I did you think I was going? No, no, no! no. no. I like hanging out with y'all. I almost lost you guys. It's it's, it's (laughs) sort of like the dog from Up, almost. That's how like happy it was, you know, the the uh, Doug from Up. And uh, anyway, so I'm like, oh no! So we're here with the dog. We feel really bad. So Jennifer gets the number for Animal Control, and we call Animal Control and are like, hey, can is there a way we can look up this dog's owner information based on the rabies tag? And they're like, yeah, but you'll have to tie that dog up tonight, and we'll have to come get it tomorrow, and then we can find its owner by the rabies information. So we're like, tie it up. Like, you don't understand. This dog, it's 1130 at night. Well, now it's 12. I'm ready to go to bed. I don't want to tie this dog up. Well, I'm going to tie this dog up in the yard. And uh, so we get off the phone, and we consider tying the dog up. And as soon as we uh, go through the motions of that, the dog starts barking. So we're like, well, that's out the window. What? What we said? Nothing. No, go ahead. You got something? I said, said, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the dog. That's what would happen, naturally. Right. That dog does not want to be tied up. I don't blame it. And so it wants to be in the house with us. And it's trying desperately to get in. The cats are all inside looking out the door, like pissed off. They're all the hair is standing up on end. They're just like, that dog's not coming in here. No way. So we just like, oh, God, and the dog keeps trying to come in. So we're like, okay, well, here's what we'll do. We'll put a blanket on the porch. Maybe the dog will lay down on it, 
and then in the morning it'll either be gone or we'll call animal control. So or so or someone will have found it that's looking for it. So we put the blanket on the porch and uh, try to get the dog to lay on it. We go inside, we shut the door, turn off the lights and everything. Everything's quiet for two minutes, and then all of a sudden the scratching on the door starts, and then the scratching turns to banging, and then the banging turns into the sound of wood crunching <laughs> loudly. Okay, crunching. I'm like. Both Jennifer and I are like, that's not a good sound. Open the door. The dog <laughs> is eating the door jam. Okay? <laughs> You're familiar with you the dog the- eating the door jam, right? Because one of your dog, the dog you used to have ate the door jam at your house, right? Oh, it was actually Willow. Willow ate through a door inside the house and almost ate through the door on the outside of the house. Right. So it's the same. You know what the sound is. You know that telltale sound, and you know what it looks like, the aftermath of that. Okay? Yeah. Well, the dog was eating through the door jam, and we're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? We can't leave the dog on the porch. It's going to eat through the door. So, (laughs) you know... We were just trying to be, you know, be good to the dog at first, be good Samaritans, you know, do the right thing for the dog. Now it's a problem, okay? The dog's already scratched the shit out of my car, which I'm not pissed about, but now it's eating the door jam, and we're like, this can't be. What are we going to do? All the while, I'm just, like, getting more and more frustrated because, for once, I want to go to bed early, you know? And by early, I mean earlier than one thirty. Right. I'm miserable. I go out on the porch while Jennifer's trying to make some other phone calls and I just sit down next to the dog and the dog's like licking my face and I'm just like staring off into the distance, you know, just like, Oh, what did I do in my life to deserve this? I've done something horrible to someone and this is my punishment. Yeah. I've died and this is hell. Okay. It's not being able to go to bed and having to take care of this damn dog here on the porch. I'm starting to think, Okay, well, if Jennifer goes to sleep for two hours and then gets up and relieves me on the porch, then I can go in and go to sleep for two hours. I mean, that's seriously the thought process I'm having. All right. I'm getting to the point where, like, I, I'm all, I'm almost frustrated to the point of tears because I want to go to bed so bad. Lay down on a blanket. What? I mean, you. why didn't you think to just lay down on a blanket? <laughs> I'll just sleep on the porch. Trying to ask that dog to sleep on the porch, why don't you, you know... Just lay down. So I'm like, you know what? I'm smart enough. I'm smarter than this dog. I can get this dog. I'll take this dog down the street, and it'll get interested in somebody else's house, and then I can leave it. So I take it for like a quarter mile down the street, and I'm like doing it my my best to like double back and get away from it. And every time it turns around and follows me. <laughs> Finally, I get it to go way away from me again, and I hightail it back to the house. And once again, it's like the, I hightail it back to the house, and the dog's waiting for me on the porch. Somehow, the, <laughs> somehow the dog passed me, you know, to get there. Yeah, it's like an episode of the Twilight Zone or something, where right. this dog is reappearing. And well, uh, there. yeah, and so we're just like, what are we going to do? If it was during the day, I would make sure that this dog got back to its owner, or do everything I could to make sure of it. You know, we can't have the dog eating through the the door. And Jennifer's got to work at like seven or something. I have to get up at seven thirty to go to work. So finally, Jennifer's like, let's get the car. And, well, she was going to try to, like, she's like, we'll we'll drive around and see if anybody's looking for the dog. And I was like, no, nah, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take this dog two streets over and drop it off. All right? And oh, then we're God. getting out of there. You, you are heartless. I know, but it, it had to be done. 
no matter, no, there's no amount of rationalization that can allow you to either sound good or feel good about no, this. No, but the, the my bed felt good afterwards. So <laughs> we took the dog. Well, we have a, our neighborhood is not like it's not like it's by any busy roads or anything. There's plenty of families, so we're like this. But there's a busy road right outside the neighborhood. Well, you didn't see that dog dead by the red light, right? When you were going no, to work, that dog was friendly, and that dog went and chewed on somebody else's door jam as soon as it saw we were gone. I'm sure. Uh huh. So, so you haven't even gotten an update. You don't even know. What we just left. We just dropped it in the street, two streets over, and hightailed it out of there. I felt bad. It broke my heart. I looked back, and the dog was running behind us. You know. Oh fuck! Yeah. It was sad. It really was like I felt guilty, but there was nothing like. What were we gonna do? Call the police? Just let the dog inside. Yeah, right. This dog that's chewing through the doors, we're going to let it inside on Jennifer's hardwood floors to eat all the door jams in the house. No, no we live in a hardwood floors. Dogs ain't ate up the floor. Dogs just want to sleep in bed with us. Yeah, well, that's not my dog. And that dog's not going to sleep in the bed with me. Sorry. <laughs> that dog is going to... I'm sure that that dog, somebody found that dog's owner today. And I'm going to send that dog's owner a bill You for the house. You are saying that you're sure that somebody found that dog's owner. I, I guarantee you somebody found you that. Don't you don't know. I, I, well, I don't know. You don't? No. But it was and better than me putting the dog down. Well, maybe. maybe. But now you don't even know if the dog got put down or not. No. The dog's fine. I guarantee you the dog's fine. That dog could have, the way it was approaching your car, I mean, like, it was you. It could have, next, it could have approached a pedophile. <laughs> that happens then. It might have been abducted, yeah. It, Call in special victims unit. This dog's been abducted. Uh, I think the dog was a figment of my imagination. It was something that my migraine created. Did you have your totem? <laughs> yeah, my totem. I spun my top, and it didn't tip over, so. Well, you, you know. Don't know. Oh, I I fully I fully expect to like go to bed tonight and wake up in the middle of the night and go out and the dog's out there on the porch again. You know. Yeah. Waiting for well, me, chewing on the door jam. A couple couple more hours till that happens. Yeah. Only eight thirty. Wait till midnight. Till midnight. The ghost. The ghost dog. But the door jam is so damaged, we're gonna have to like really repair it. The dog like shredded it. In a very short amount of time. So anyway, that's what happened to me last night. Hmm. Dogs. Fucking dogs. Well. Yeah. You 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 have no heart. Well, it had to be done. It you could let that dog inside. You could slept on the porch with that dog. Well, it's not my house, all right? Spooned with that. I'm not going to sleep on the fucking porch with that goddamn dog. Uh, you're asking the dog to sleep on the porch? It's not It's not his porch. Well, it's not the dog. It's, it's not it's my a, dog. Yeah. It's not my dog. I was well, being nice by giving it a blanket to sleep on. Fuck she that wanted dog. to be your dog. Fuck that dog. Oh, it, it gets worse. Wow. Maybe you did drown that dog. I didn't drown the dog. It was a very sweet dog, but it but it destroyed a lot of property. So you took it out to the beach, you got a tennis ball, 
you threw the dog in the boat with you, yeah. and paddled out past the break, and you threw that tennis ball, and the dog went to go retrieve it, and you surfed away back in and ran home. Yeah, it's like, we're going for a ride, dog. We're going swimming. We're going for a boat ride. Hmm. Well, uh, what what else? That's that's what happened. That's it. it. Yeah. That's old. That's old now. That's a- I'm sure that PETA will be picketing the show now for what I did to that dog. But Picketing our internet show. They're going to have an online picket. I tried everything, man. I was just like, I tried raising my voice at the dog, like yelling at the dog. The dog was just like, oh, what? What's going on? Huh? Just like in the house. Yeah. Hey, I just want to go in the house. We're going in now, right? I just want to hang out. Yeah. He said, nope, dog. I don't care about other life forms. Well. As a matter of fact, I could eat you. Yeah, I think that my cats would have whooped that dog's ass anyway. All three of the cats in this house. They were all like, all the cats were doing the Halloween black cat pose, like all arched back, you know, with the fur up. Yeah. Like going, ran, popping up and down. Yeah. Hmm. It wasn't a good scene. Well, so you want to get in these questions? Yeah. Um, let's do it. Questions, go. What is it? What have you been listening to? Kenny Rogers. You Are you learning when to hold him? <laughs> yeah, when to fold him. So, why have you been listening to Kenny Rogers? Well, Adam Carolla has been making a lot of references to Kenny Rogers songs for some reason. And the fact that Kenny Rogers, they always make movies out of Kenny Rogers songs. Like Coward of the County and The Gambler. And uh, Six Pack. And so, he's been playing a couple of the tracks on there. And so I was just like, man, I need to go listen to some Kenny Rogers again. So I've been, you know, catching up on my Kenny Rogers. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gambler's a great track, you know. Kenny Rogers' greatest hits, man. You can't go wrong with that. All right. You're from I Tennessee, just, I, man. Isn't Kenny Rogers from Tennessee? I don't know. Is he? He probably is. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, you should like him. You love Dolly Parton. He does, you know, famous Islands in the Stream with Dolly Parton. I'm not hating on Kenny Rogers. Well, it sounds like it. It just it it struck me. Appreciate him. Little emo kid listening to Kenny Rogers. Yeah, little emo kid. Mm. Ah, you. What are you listening to? The Antlers. You gonna criticize me as a little emo kid? You're listening to some hipster bullshit. I got the antlers. That's got gotta be cool. some hipster bullshit. I got a couple things I've been listening to. Whatever. The antlers is one. They got one album called Hospice. It's actually pretty, pretty good. Uh, the next album is Aloe Black, which I believe I told you about. Yeah, you're hyping me to that. I gotta check that out. The album's called Good Things. That's going to go probably in my... I'm going to nominate it for top three of uh, 2010. <clears throat> well, that's uh, that's serious. Yeah, it's real good. And uh, I've been listening to Nomo. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, Mo. <laughs> oh, no, Mo. You were there, weren't you? You saw that show. Um... That was it, Hopscotch? Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Okay, well, the album is much better than that show. The album's actually really good. Well, I mean, good. It's, yeah, it's That's really good. good. Yeah. 
Uh, and I've also been listening to the Oatmeal Conspiracy. What's Did you that? see what they got? That new that new song came out. Yeah, we got some new tracks. Coming. You haven't listened to it? No, have I haven't. Oh, I haven't. Look at you. I haven't yet, but I'm going to. It's okay. I'm better friends with Mitchell than you. So, okay. Just I'm a bigger fan of the show too. Yeah. Band. Bigger fan of the band. Yeah. Just basically better, better supporter. Uh huh. Except for you left early because somebody was going to shoot you with a war gun. So. Shut the fuck up. What's the hype? Well, I got, I got. Well, I got high pipe and more hype. Yeah, go hit it. Uh, hype is the U.S. Surf Kayak Nationals. How did that go? It was awesome. It was completely awesome. You know, I I organized the event and I also competed in it. But my, the bigger thing I was worried about, I didn't really care about competing. <laughs> Not only are you the president, but you're a client. I'm too. also a member. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I was more worried about the organization because I, it was a big deal and it was a lot of work and it was like not very many resources and it was just like a big. You know, I get stressed out. I'm afraid that everything's going to go wrong. You know, it usually doesn't. But I'm afraid everything's going to go wrong. Everybody's going to have a horrible time. You know, it's the national championships. It's a big deal. Um, yeah. And I've helped organize them. You know, this, this is the second one I've organized on my own, and I helped organize the third one. But um, anyway, we were at the Lighthouse, which is this famous surf spot in the Outer Banks, like one of the most famous surf spots on the East Coast. Yeah. But I didn't know if we'd have surf. I didn't know if people were gonna have a good time. We didn't have a whole lot of money, so there wasn't a whole lot of stuff that we could do, you know, as far as like dinners and stuff. But the weather was perfect. It was seventy five degrees, sunny, almost too sunny. <laughs> like just so if it would have been a little bit less nice, there'd be less like tourists and stuff, so it wouldn't be as many people on the beach, which would have been a little easier, but perfect surf. Like a uh, chest to head high surf, perfectly clean, no wind perfectly smooth lines just perfect we had people come in from spain from the basque country yeah and from england and from california and from the northeast uh, a lot of places everybody was stoked everybody had a great time we had a cookout on saturday night the head judge made up these awesome hamburgers with ranch dressing in them um which i recommend you try ranch dressing joke Ranch dressing joke. Yeah, that he makes the burgers with uh, Worcestershire sauce and ranch dressing mixed in. Mm. It's delicious. We all had a cookout. Everybody was like mingling and talking and having a good time. It was just this positive energy. Everybody was happy the whole time, which never happens at a contest. There's always one person that's like, well, I was scored improperly or the waves aren't up to my liking or whatever. Everybody was happy. We had awesome trophies that were these old uh, bowling trophies from the 1960s that we refinished and put new uh, plates on, and they were like had like brass bowling girls on top of them and stuff. Yeah, just because uh, there's no kayaker for the top of a trophy, you know. So we do these old. We usually do these uh, wacky, weird trophies and stuff. Everybody was digging that. Wacky and, trophies. Wacky trophies and big checks. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so it was awesome, and I I got eliminated in the quarterfinals, but Ow. that wasn't as awesome. But whatever, I almost made it. it. Was I got knocked out on a tie? But and it was a lead up. We're doing the world championships in the same site next year at the same time of year, so it was like really good PR for us that everybody saw that it's a good site, good weather, good waves. So they'll come what, back. Uh, 
How do you get knocked out on a tie? Um. Well, we basically I had the same the same scores as another person, so it went to the next wave I surfed, and my next wave wasn't as good as his wave. So I had two yeah. really good waves and didn't have a third really good one, and he had a really good third wave. So, but you know, whatever. It was a lot. Of, you know, I was running around the whole time, like trying to keep everything going and stuff. And you I get was, blamed for a wave. You get what? You get blamed for a wave. Blamed. What do you mean? Well, I mean, what do you mean you didn't have as good a wave? Well, you get scored based on how you ride a wave. So you only have a certain amount of waves you're going to be able to ride during your time. And so I rode five waves. You only get scored on your best two. So my best two were as good as his best two. But then if you're tied, you go to the third best wave. And so my third best wave wasn't as good of a score as his third best wave. Uh, but it's not the wave's fault. It's how you manage the wave. No, no, it was my fault for picking a shitty wave or not doing as much on it. Yeah, yeah. How I mean, many tricks do you get in on one wave? Depends on how long the wave goes for. Some waves are really fast and close really quick, call them closeouts. And uh, sometimes you only get like one or two turns or one or two tricks on them. Usually yeah. you get you get like like these waves. We were getting like three and four really nice turns and then a nice end move trick. Like at the very end of it, like a big cartwheel or something. Are you? Do you mildly resent it when I call it a trick? No, no, it's a trick. Okay. I mean, we call it turns usually because it's like you're carving a turn, like on a snowboard. But you usually, do your tricks at the end of the ride to like finish it off, you know. But huh. yeah, so that's my hype. Was that Have going we well? Recorded since two weekends ago. No, no, we haven't. So we didn't talk about the USDGCs either. No, it was the same weekend. You went to that. And I went to the Nationals. The well, Nationals it. I go down to the United States Disc Golf Championships. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm with my buddy, uh, Jason, who I became friends with in Knoxville. Yeah. And uh, this kid from Knoxville won the the USDGCs. He's 18 years old. Yeah, that's some hype, man. Yeah, it was really cool. He um, So he won the World Championships. No, it's the national championships. This is the the national championships, but it draws a larger crowd and it has a larger field of like good competitors than the worlds. Okay, I got the you. worlds um, is like, um, I mean, it, they're comparable, right? So some people would argue that the worlds are better, yeah. you know, but um, more diverse, any, maybe. Yeah, well, anybody can compete in the USDGC so long as they right. qualify. And so, like, they don't have divisions of age or gender. Yeah. So, you know, this is, like, the, their claim is one division, one champion, you know? Yeah. Um, but the the there's only – this is the 12th year. This was the 12th year, and there's only been six people that have won the tournament. It's a lot of repeat, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so the, this guy the, is, like, the new guy on the scene and comes in and, and wins the, the national title. Last year, there was a, a new guy that won, and this year, he's new as well. So the last two years have both been first-time winners because it's getting bigger. Yeah. But this kid, yeah, my buddy Jason, you know, had been playing with this kid since the kid started playing. Yeah. And was legitimate friends with him, took him to tournaments and stuff. His parents trusted Jason, and you know, to, to drive him around to tournaments and stuff. And so he was, like, taking breaks and coming over and, and talking with us. During yeah. the during the tournament, which was a trip. I mean, I didn't really. It wasn't like I was starstruck or anything, but it was just 
really interesting to see how laid back this kid was during the most important tournament. Well, maybe that's it, why he did well because he was laid back, not stressed well, out. Maybe you had something to do with him winning. I, I, I don't want to say I can take full credit, but Partial a lot credit, of the reason yeah. why he won is because he was around me. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, people up. I'll, I'll give him credit. You know, he did. He did. He was throwing the disc. It's just that I was there for him. Well, you know? let me tell you this. 18 is a young age to win something like that. I hope it doesn't go to his head. I hope and it doesn't. I hope he doesn't spend the $100 he won on expensive cars and he, and champagne. He, he won $12,000. $12,000. $12,000 from the tournament itself, and he's also getting bumped up in sponsorship level from Innova. Throw in some – wow, he can live off of that for a while as a call as an 18-year-old. This year, yeah. This year, he, he for year to date, he's won like twenty six, twenty seven thousand. Damn, he got sixth in the in the Japan Open, uh, which is a, a probably like the third or third biggest tournament in the yeah. world. You know, it goes Worlds and USDGC; those are the top two, and then after that, the Japan Open is right right up there with them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, the kid. I mean, he just graduated high school. He's. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to hit the pause button on college. Yeah. And I think he's moving out to um, <clears throat> California to play. The next Worlds are going to be in Sacramento. And then in 2012, the Worlds are going to be back in Charlotte. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, it was fun. It was a cool trip. We had a good time. I mean, we we played 90 holes of disc golf in three days and then walked another two rounds with the uh, leader card, on one on Friday and one on Saturday. So, Wow. Was Tiger and Phil there? <laughs> no, but there were a lot of jackasses there. I'm sure there were. Get in the uh, hole. A lot of jackasses. I didn't get a single one of those though. I didn't hear anybody say "Get in the hole." Or, yeah, I don't hear that. Boy, get in the basket. This doesn't <laughs> have the same ring to it. But you know that ass hat that I was telling you about from the uh, the doubles tournament. Oh that I went yeah, to? yeah. He was there. Was he? Of course he was. He was there, and uh, he was just making a fool of himself. We'll just say that. Yeah. Big germ. Big germ. Big germ. Um, so your hype, hype? Hype squared? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not really ranking hype, hype, and more hype, but uh, my hype, too, is uh, TV. Yeah? Yeah, man. There's some I'm really excited about. It. See, I I was like really I felt like I lost something last year when Lost went off the air, even though I had this love-hate relationship with it. Yeah. It was this rock. It was the thing in my TV viewing habits that I made sure to watch. It was there. It was always there. Yeah. And you know, I've had other shows fall off. I used to watch ER pretty regularly, you know, I have used to watch The OC. Shows like that, and I hadn't really had, you know, I've had stuff I've caught up with, but I haven't had anything I've been following regularly. And um, I'm watching Terriers, which is awesome. You watched that yet? I watched the season premiere. I've watched all five episodes. Really good. You need to watch the rest of it. Highly recommend it. FX show. You can get it on Hulu. Um, I'm watching Eastbound and Down, which is hilarious. Did you, so, wait, time out. Yeah. How many episodes into Terriers are you? Five. I think it's all five that have been out. I think six. I thought six were out. But let me tell you this, and and you tell me what to do. I I've only got so much time in the day, yeah. Uh, and I like my most everything has been cut down 
tremendously. Like, I only play maybe, like, three hours of video games a week. Yeah. It was, like, I used to play, like, an hour to two hours every night before yeah. I went to bed. But I don't do that anymore. And I've got all this stuff on DVR, and I watched the premiere or the pilot of Terriers, and I thought, this show may be all right. maybe pretty good. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to record the season. And now they've all piled up, and I know it's an hour-long show, so it's a pretty big investment for me to plan on watching that show at night before I go to bed, because that's an hour versus, like, a half-hour daily show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I haven't been able to bring myself to watching, because I'm like, it it didn't convince me right in the beginning that it was going to cross that threshold of something to watch for a full hour at night. Yeah. Had you been watching per episode, or did you catch up all at once? I watched the first episode, and I th- I watched the first episode, and then I didn't watch. I watched like the first episode, and then I skipped to like the third episode for some reason. And then I watched the fifth episode, and then I watched the fourth episode, and then I watched the second episode. I have no idea why I watched it in that order. Part of it was how I. Isn't, it, isn't the story like one big arc over the season though? Like each episode is uh, episodic, it, but but there's it a, is a an big arc, story. but it's good, well enough written that you can just kind of hop into it anywhere, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't, lo- I didn't feel like I lost anything because I jumped around, but it is, a, you know, it is a good story that builds on it. But I was, you know, I didn't, even though I knew what had happened in the earlier episode. You know, because of what happened in the later episode, I didn't feel like I missed out or anything. So, I mean, if you wanted to, you could just skip ahead, but I would suggest watching it. And I've been, you know, it's 40 minutes long. Right. With 45 minutes. Yeah. 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 Which I'm watching on Hulu, so it doesn't have but, you know, 30 seconds of commercial or whatever. Um, But it's good, man. It's probably my second favorite show right now. What? Yeah. What's your first favorite? Community? No, my first favorite is uh, uh, oh, it's so good I can't even Boardwalk Empire. Oh, okay, well, wow. really loving that man. I just watched the, the newest episode just before we recorded. I haven't watched the newest one yet. I've, I'm, I'm too behind. Um, it's it's really good. It's really good. Um, well, I just haven't been able to do dramas lately. That's another thing. I've I've just been doing comedy, comedy, comedy. Well, Eastbound and Down, man. Catch up on that. I'm too behind on that, too. Yeah, I got one of those. That, it seems like I've I've had these nice little things where I, like, miss two weeks of one show. And so I get to, like, do a little mini, you know, a little mini binge on one show. And then yeah. I'll watch another show the next week and do a little binge on that. Um, Community's been good. Uh, the Office hasn't been good. No. Did it. you watch that sex ad one? Yeah. I didn't laugh a single time. I laughed a little bit just because herpes is hilarious, you know? Yeah? Yeah. No. But I did laugh a little bit, but it was like another instance of them like trying really hard. But I thought the theater episode was actually pretty good. Did you watch that one? Yeah, I I like that one. I thought that was was back to form. Like back to like engaging with some of the other characters and their storylines. And um, it took it out of the office and did something new with it, so... You think maybe they're gearing up to have uh, Andy Bernard be the uh, manager? Nah, I think they'll bring in somebody. No, but you could make the case maybe. because Andy started to have that make a fool of himself, and then by the end of the episode, have some redemption, especially with the theater one, but also with the sex ed one. Yeah, 
I don't know. He could be. Could be. Who knows? I don't know what they're going to do with that show. I don't think the actors know what's going on with that show. You know that they were courting Danny McBride and he turned him down. Really? I don't blame him because it seems like that's too close to his character in Eastbound and Down. I mean, you know. Yeah, I would want him being, I would want Kenny Powers to be the, the manager. Yeah, how do you play? I, I heard Harvey Keitel might be the Oh, the shit. Manager. I don't he know. Needs a paycheck. What, Social Security and paying his I don't know. It could work. I don't He's know. He's funny in Pulp Fiction, man. And get the wolf in there? Yeah, get the wolf, <laughs> dude. If he was acting like the wolf, you know? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I, they should have ended the show last year, but whatever. I mean, maybe it'll. Maybe they'll have some more episodes like the theater episode. Maybe. But Community's been good, too, although... The last one was a little bit ridiculous. They like played off of the movie Space Camp, which was one of my favorite movies as a kid. But it was... I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I read an interview where the guy was like, "We want to do more over the top episodes, like the paintball one." And I'm like, "You know what? The paintball one was good because it kind of stood out as a little different than the rest. But if yeah. you do that too much, it's the same thing with The Office. It's going to be the characters are not going to be believable at all." Did Did you watch the uh, the one before that with? Um... Where Abed delivered a baby in the background. Yeah, of the yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, you, you weren't in this episode it. very much. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't see it, but we. Uh, I mean, I, I pointed it out to her, and she yeah. was. She started catching it. Yeah, that one was pretty good. I mean, it's been solid. I, I like that show a lot. Yeah. And uh, what else have I been? Watching? Oh, I've been watching Hawaii Five O. Oh God! Horrible. Absolutely, I, I think I mentioned it last episode, but absolutely, yeah, and that's the thing. Here's the thing, because I have that on the DVR too, and it's like at night I see that I've got terriers, which is like ah, that could be good, but I don't want to invest the time. And yeah. then I got Hawaii Five O, where I'm like, well, I know that's not good. <laughs> well, yeah, but it, you really owe it to yourself to watch it because it is absolutely ridiculous. It like it. It's so campy, but it takes itself so seriously, and it's just like this ridiculous premise. And like, it seems like they could have made a somewhat serious show set in Hawaii, and it would have been really cool. Yeah, you but know? they just that just happened. What do you mean? Lost. <laughs> oh right, but no, I mean a cop show. You know, they could have made a cop. I mean, the formula that made the original good. People like the original one's well regarded. Um, but it's just so over the top and just ridiculous, but I can't stop watching. <laughs> Scott Kahn is awesome, man. That guy's head is gigantic. Yeah, he is, uh, he, not only does he have a big chin, but he's got big hair. Oh yeah. He just goes all out. He's just got his the big head, head. His head is just so long. It's like a banana. Yeah. He's about four feet tall too, I think. So yeah, maybe he's making up for it. He was great in Entourage though. He's well, it didn't. Like, oh, God, here it comes. You what? ready? What? Drum roll, please. Bill Simmons <laughs> said, oh, uh, you know, it doesn't take much to act better than the other guys in that show. Uh, you know, because we're talking about Scott, Scott Kahn stealing scenes. Yeah. He's like, you're, well, you're not doing that much when you're out acting Kevin Connolly. True, but he, his character is really good. I mean, you really like him and hate him, which is, like, endearing, you know. It's just kind of like this lovable jerk kind of, yeah. you know, like, you, you uh, alternate between really not liking him and really liking him, and I don't know. I guess he won't be back now that he's in Hawaii 5 but... You need to be watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. 
That's another one I gotta watch. I gotta yeah. watch. I need to get on this Madman train too. Well, that's that's in my queue. As soon as Mackenzie gets Mad all the way Men. through Glee yeah. by herself, oh yeah, by her then I'll be uh, I'll be watching Mad Men with her. Uh, two things: one, the other show you need to get into. I don't care who says what about it. Um, the uh, the league that's a point of departure between Bill Simmons and I. I've heard that that's good. Yeah, I've heard that's good. It's got its moments. Every episode has one or two pretty good moments. Um, that that one and it's always funny. Um, really good with their with their lines, you know, their their writing. That's uh, FX too. FX got a nice little thing going on. They do have a thing going on. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, just because we're talking about TV and shows like television shows that I will and won't watch with Mackenzie. Yeah. Um, I watch. I've been watching True Blood because Mackenzie likes it. Yeah. But I would never watch it by myself. I watched it a little bit. Eh, it's a, I don't know. Well, so I would talk to Delaney about it. Yeah. Because he was watching it, you know, and we'd chit-chat about it whenever we played disc golf or whatever. And then just just this last season, which is the third season, right, which is like if you're still watching it, you're a pretty devoted fan. Yeah. Uh, I'll bring it up to him, and I'm like, oh, you know, I mentioned something about him having to watch it with Julia. And he's like, oh, no, no, Julia doesn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's probably the only, the only married dude who's watching it because. Uh, I, was like, I just laughed in his face. <laughs> I couldn't do anything but laugh. So uh, we got a we got a guy married buddy of ours who's watching True Blood on his own. Well, there you go. Thoughts. I don't know. Maybe some other people watch it on their own. I just, that's not my bag. I only watch Double it. Machine likes it. That, that, yeah, he does. Double read he, the books. He, he, he read the books. Sepku read the books. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It, yeah, anyways. Yeah. What's, your, what's your other hype? Uh, Well, I haven't even gotten to my hype. Oh, should I do I, my third hype and then be done? Sure. My, my more hype is uh, work. Whoa! Yeah, work is going good, man. We got a uh, like, uh, I'm like getting along really well with my coworkers. We got a synergy going on. Mm. Um, just kind of working together. We got some big projects that I'm real excited about that I'm getting to, like really get hands on with. We got this new email newsletter thing we're doing, and so I'm like getting to learn a bunch of stuff, and I'm just like really into the work right now. So I'm, you know, it's good. I'm I'm happy most you know granted I would rather sleep all day and play video games but the you know as a as runner up to that work's not too bad which is good you know I'd rather be happy at work than be miserable yeah also my boss stole one of my words the other day we had a meeting and I threw out the word nebulous yeah which is one of my favorite words right now I'm on a big SAT <laughs> word kick you know yeah, and my coworkers were like, "You know what? Ever since you said nebulous in that meeting yesterday, uh, you know, our boss has said to me three times the word nebulous in in a situation. So he's been he took my word. He hasn't been saying it to me, but he's been saying it to other people in situations. You know? Yeah. So I, I was had a little little uh, badge of pride there that my boss found my word uh, good enough to to take and use on his own. You know." <laughs> nebulous you need to you need to get a real good 
like reputation of just drop. You need to drop a new one, like maybe once every month, Some right? Vocab, yeah. And then, and then maybe like six months to you know to a year from now, you drop a, a nonsense word. Yeah, one I made up. Yeah, uh, one in heavy context, and see if he trots that around the office. Yeah, zip zabadoo. <laughs> Zippity doo dah. Zip it Zippity out. Zip it out. <laughs> Gotta, as a matter of fact, Craig Lewis hit me with that zip it up and zip it out, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. it, which which is a good segue into my hype because yeah. that was a, his response to the CD Club email. Yeah, so we're doing our CD Club again. That I, look, this is the first time where I've taken the initiative yeah. on organizing almost everything and only left one thing for you to do. Right, the <laughs> most technologically. <laughs> Uh, complicated thing, of course. Well, you know, know your strengths. Yeah. Uh, um, we got out the, uh, well, I sent an email. Now I feel bad because I feel like maybe some of the people that listen to the podcast would want to be in on this. But then I think, do I want to give my email address out to some people that I don't know? Or not email address, but home address? No. No. I don't. No. So it, it, this idea you can do with your friends. Yeah. Form your own CD club, but yeah, resurrecting our CD club that we were in before together that everybody quit on. Yeah, but now we got only the people that were in it for real and new initiates. Right, yeah. So we got 17 months. So we start in November next month, and we're going to go all the way till March getting a new CD every month. Which, when you think about it, that's not much more hype because. Going from 12 to 17 CDs that you have to make yeah. isn't that much bigger of a difference when you're thinking you're getting that many more CDs. Yeah. And low investment, high on the reward. Pro- props for getting that going. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. We'll see how it goes. We got uh, Fast Eddie kicking it off. I don't know if you saw his latest email. Yeah. Mighty Mighty it's, Boss Tones. Yeah. I've been on a Mighty Mighty Boss Tones <laughs> kick lately. And by lately, I mean always. Yeah. Uh, so that's one hype. Another hype is uh, Kins and I went down to Scarewinds yeah. on Saturday and um, rode the Intimidator, which is the new ride at Carowinds. Oh, what's that like? It is awesome. The roller coaster? Yes, it's a roller coaster. It's apparently it's the longest and the fastest in the in America. Wow. And I mean it. It's really good. You standing We've up got, or sitting down? You're sitting down, oh. and you got a lap bar, and you don't go upside down at all. Yeah, you just go up and down really, really fast, and uh, they they take you up. I mean, they, it's the highest one in in the park, yeah. you know. And I think it's probably the highest on the East Coast. You're not going to get higher than Cedar Point, but um, you're up really, really high. And the thing about it was, we got there early. And we paid to have this like VIP dinner, which all we did was go sit at the dinner and eat a cupcake and then left as soon as we could to get out to the park to get first in line. Yeah. And um, we got, we got, you know, we were among the first five for the Intimidator line. And we get on it. And the thing about Scarewinds, they got the fog machines all over the park. Yeah. Park opens at seven. We were in line at like 6 30. We're the first the first ride, and by then they had started the fog machines at like six thirty, and um, 
So right as we're getting to the, we're climbing the initial climb. Yeah. And you look down, mm-hmm. and the entire park is beginning to get flooded with this fog. Yeah. Sun had just set, so the horizon was um, orange, and right above it, dusk was setting in. It was really picturesque. It was really nice. And we get up to the top of it, and then we look, and then it takes us over the top, and everyone shits their pants immediately. Yeah. That's the <laughs> it best was part where you're leaning over the edge there, and you're like, oh my god. And it's going. <laughs> that, that climb yeah. on that roller coaster was. It had it almost induced a panic attack in me. Yeah, like I was really doubting what I had done to myself by getting on that ride when we were climbing up. I'm so it was it. it was good. Oh, it's Dale Earnhardt themed, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, you riding in his car. Intimidate, Rubens racing. We got uh, we got some pictures too. We we bought the pictures from that ride that you know how you're going down <laughs> yeah, the hill. Yeah, the old scam there. I had I had. Uh, I had scouted where the picture was, and so as soon as I knew we were getting to the pictures, I threw up two thumbs up, and uh, just grinned, just cheesed real bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So, um, yeah. yeah, it was all right. We didn't do as much as we did last year, because we, what we didn't realize we did last year is right off the bat, we ran over to like the older section of the park. Yeah. And we got four rides in in one hour because yeah. nobody going to the older. They wanted to go all the new stuff. Yeah. This time we tried to do all the new stuff right off the bat, and it took a lot longer to get through some of the stuff than than originally. So. Did you ride the cyclone? No, we didn't ride the cyclone. I, I love the cyclone, man. It's one of my favorites. You made fun of me for going to the cyclone last time. No, I didn't. I love yeah. the cyclone. I will always defend the cyclone. My favorite there is the hurler. Yeah, I don't think I've ridden that. That's the wooden one. Yeah, the Thunder Road's the other wooden one. Yeah, we didn't even get over to that part of the park. Oh, really? I hadn't been to Carowinds in a long time. My my dad used to work for IBM, and they would rent Carowinds out every year in October on a Saturday, and so there'd be like 500 people there. That's it. That's, I mean, we if would, I had enough money, I would rent it out we myself. We would go, and they would give us money, too. That was the greatest. But they would give us like 40 bucks a person to go buy food and stuff. It was great. I mean, like it was just IBMers and their families, and we you could ride, you could just walk through the line over and over and over again. That's absurd. Yeah, and that would almost make me want to get a job with IBM, like yeah. in you know, like uh, August. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, oh, really? In October we get to do? Oh, that's, oh, that's great. What you do? Oh, I didn't even know. I don't even know about I'm that. I'm sure they don't do it anymore. The way they they probably have their party at Showbiz Pizza now or you know, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, here's two tokens. <laughs> yeah. Play some ski ball. Yeah. The, that and I don't know my other hype. Just October in general. Rocktober. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it, man. Weather's getting nice and cool. You know. It's, well, it was getting cool. Yeah, and then it's getting hot again. But I yesterday, I I do like the weather in October. I wish October lasted three months. Yeah, October is probably my favorite month. For sure, it's the best. Halloween, you got fall, all this stuff. I got Mackenzie and I bookend October with birthdays. Oh yeah, that's right. 
So, and uh, we went down there with a couple people to scare winds. And of the six of us that were down there, four of us had an October birthday. Wow. Pretty, pretty nice. The, um, oh, shit, I was going to say, oh, I rode 25 miles on my bike. Well, that's tight. What so, up? That's a lot of miles. It is a lot of miles. We're riding. Yeah. You ain't going to be able to keep up with me when you come back. Oh, I will. No way. I'm going to bring my BMX next time. <laughs> yeah. Just riding with my knees up high. <laughs> you got your balls out? Yeah. No, you riding standing up the whole time. Yeah, riding on my pegs. Yeah. Uh, what, what, is there any hype still out? You got any hype still out? Uh, yeah. Uh, Fallout New Vegas coming out tomorrow. PK's going to get it at midnight. I'm sure he is, but I ain't doing that shit. I got dogs to watch at midnight, so. <laughs> well, I'm going to go get it tomorrow. Yeah. I I wish I'd have pre-ordered it, but I, you know, I almost, I thought about getting the special edition. I was like, you know what? That's a bunch of shit that I don't need. I'm just yeah. going to get the regular edition. Yeah. You know, because the last, the one for Fallout 3 was kind of cool because it had a lunchbox and a bobblehead. And this one's just some, like, poker chips or some bullshit, so. Oh. I'm going to get, get the, uh, but you're not going to get it, are you? No, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. You like Fallout 3, though. Yeah, I liked it and played about 10% of it. Yeah. It's just not my bag. Well, I'm excited about it. Yeah. But had, we'll see. I had a student come by today to get um, help for his midterm tomorrow. Yeah. He was wearing a Halo shirt. Oh. So uh, I just I, I just waited till the end. Uh, the you know office hours or whatever, and I was like, "So, playing Reach?" And yeah. his, his brain exploded. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, "He was like, yeah." Uh, I was just in a. Uh, he just did this video games for charity thing, where he took pledges, um, and he played video games for twenty four hours and donated the money to charity. And he, then he bought some Mountain Dew with this. He bought some code red. Yeah. yeah. Nah, he uh he said he played he played it for for you know twenty four hours straight. So I looked at him because the weekly challenge on for each yeah. this week is to get, you know, all the uh daily challenges in one day. Oh really? Yeah, and I was like, So you got that weekly challenge and his play, his mind just exploded that much more. Because <laughs> it's one thing to know about a video game and something else to actually know about daily and weekly challenge. Yeah. I gotta but, get back on that Halo tip. I hadn't been on in a while. Yeah, but you haven't either. So yeah, I mean, I played a little bit, but I haven't gotten any challenges done or anything like that. Yeah, they all got all crazy shit going on. Yeah, all that space money. Yeah, well, I, I can't see me see playing uh, much of it. Yeah, that... say what? You going to see Jackass 3D? No, have you? No, I'm surprised that I haven't, but I just haven't had any time this weekend to go, but I really want to go. Yeah, you're more of a Jackass fan than I am, but I might see it. I don't know. I am I got the box set of all the TV shows and the movies 1 and 2 on DVD. Yeah. I, I like it all right. I, I don't do as well with the gross stuff they do. I like the, the, the scary stunts they do and stuff and the ridiculous shit, but the real gross stuff just kind of gets to me. But, but I, I like those guys. They're likable. Yeah, they are. Hell yeah, they're likable. They're just yeah. they're uh, idiots. <laughs> Jason Acuna, Wee Man, was on uh, 
on Doug Benson's uh, I Love Movies. Yeah. This week. He's pretty funny on there. So, yeah. Hey, you know, they did a prank where they had uh, Preston Lacey, the big guy. Yeah. Walking a dog. And, uh, and went into a store and asked this guy to stay outside the store to hold his dog. And he went in, and Wee Man came out in the exact same outfit and grabbed the dog. Is like, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <sighs> well, that's that's all I got. That's it. We're out. Follow us on Twitter, IOLTOS, and uh, go to IOLTOS.com and. Yeah. Email us at I really like their old stuff at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Miss. Thanks, Clave. Thanks, Zell. Thanks, everybody else. And, uh, we just enjoyed another episode. I only like the old stuff. We'll see you next time. Start sharing